Hello there, inmates. On this episode, I was joined by Isle of Wight up-and-coming stand-up comedian Ben McLaughlin. At 22, Ben already has his fair share of gigs under his belt and discusses his ambition and drive to work hard to achieve his dream. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Big House Podcast. So, Mr. Ben McLaughlin, how are we today? I'm, I'm very good, man. Thank you for your patience. Uh, <laughs> on, on, on me. Uh, we were meant to, just for the viewers, we were meant to start this officially 12 minutes ago. And Gav, being the ultra professional man that he is, was ready. And then I'm like, I was, you know, I was almost crying down down the microphone uh, about how I struggled. But it's it's a pleasure to be on, man. And, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just being professional because someone has to, but it's fine. <laughs> you, you... <laughs> You're just carrying the weight for both just, of us. That's what I do. That's what I do. Yeah. I like yeah. you've got some uh you've got some face fuzz going on there as well. I know, yeah. Well the thing is like I've got the lockdown haircut. So I was like, right, what do I do here? Because you know, I can't shave my head. Because when you've got a funny walk, you can't shave your head. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, like when you shave your head when you've got a funny walk, you look like you're queuing for Disney. So it's just like, you know, it's not a good look. Don't get me wrong, I get to the front of queues quicker, but I didn't want to go through it. So I was like, right, okay, what do I do? Do I rock a beanie or do I do I do I attempt this? And I was like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll attempt it. Um, you're the first person to see it that isn't in my house, and. Uh, so and and the viewers now as well. And yeah. I, know, I know I know I know for a fact I'm gonna get so much stick. <laughs> I'm gonna like, but you know I'm like I just you know thought fuck it try something new. I've got like the tramp beard going. But yeah, we're, we're, it's we're not, uh, yeah. There's a little bit of fuzz there. It's it's it's, it's coming on. You got to think yeah, you're right. only, you're only 14 years old, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, honestly but like it's what well, i can't deny it at this point like you know if we if, you know if we were doing like an audio thing i'd be like no gav i'm a man now but look at the state of me i mean yeah. like do you know what i mean it's yeah i have to sort of that's, that's one thing i'm trying to get out of like because i think uh, you know i'm i'm like gonna go for like this this thing could be on stage because i was thinking like you know what i mean i'm trying to, i think i'm just gonna go for like a different look because honestly i looked at a photo of myself doing stand-up like three years ago I looked yeah. no different and I I was petrified I was like oh my god like because my my content since then has matured has got better yeah I think so I thought right I need to do the same so like in terms of appearance and so I sort of start sort of start sorry mate no are you gonna ditch the leather jacket then I think so like just for now like you know because like you know like I say for people that don't know I'm sure and the only people that listen are the people that know. But I wear like I wear like nail varnish. I just like I went out the house for the first time. I was like, my nails are like shit. I'm just gonna paint them because I was like, yeah, they look awful. So, um, and I was like, you know, I wear nail varnish. I slick my hair back. I put a leather jacket on, like a band t-shirt. It's just so I can sort of be different on and off stage. Yeah. And like you know, like and it's sort of um, you know, it gives you more freedom, and it you know, and and you can sleep better as well. When it's not, when it's not all on your conscience, uh, like when I started, it was like it was everything. Do you know what I mean? And like the the, the me on stage and the me off stage uh, were the same person, and that wasn't healthy. Uh, just just for me, so I thought right, oh, right, okay. Let's, well, yeah, because it was just it, like I put so much pressure and like everything was riding on everything. You know, I'm like I was like you know I'm always like yeah, you, you know, yeah, very critical of yourself. Yeah, and exactly, I mean yeah. I've never really thought of it that way that you've had like a like a different persona 
I've never really yeah. looked yeah. at it that way. Yeah, no, it's, I would call it a persona because, like, you know, if not, I'd like change my name to like, you know, Johnny Big Balls or whatever. But like, <laughs> but like, I, I think I think it's more it's more like a yeah. There you go, yeah, top top quality stuff already. But we're you know, I I sort of uh, <laughs> I sort of uh, wanted it to be an extension of myself, like sort of, you know, like like basically because I, I I suck at normal life. I I'm awful. Like I can't like you know as you saw like you got a sneak peek into like not like you know technical like with issues. The, yeah yeah like technical issues is like the least uh, like the least thing that's happened to me today. Like do you know what I mean? So like in comedy is the only way I can function. And I just sort of was like right, how can I do this healthily and how can I do it properly? So I was like, okay, let's have an extension of myself that I can sort of and then, and then it allows you to write more stuff that, oh, I, I couldn't say that now. Right, okay. Say it on stage, sort of thing. And it, and it, I don't know, and it also, well, it allows me, I'm sorry to get all like philosophical, but it allows me to- No, 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 go to, for it. It allows me to um, sort of, you know, like the issues I have in life, not issues like, you know, like, oh, you know, whatever, like-, like Bandanas and stuff. Probably, yeah, 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 yeah the, the crisis of bandanas. I'm gonna get so much shit. I'm kind of excited, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> But like, you know, I, I sort of, um, I, I sort of can then talk about my real life on stage and have it not affect, and I can sort of see that, you know, I can sort of see the funny side of things a okay. lot easier. And like, honestly, I was having this discussion with my housemate the other day. Um, and I think, I think I might be a sociopath, Gal. I can't process things because instantly I think it's hilarious. And then I write about it. And then I go and say, you've seen it. Like, and then how I figure stuff out is I figure it out on stage in front of people. And then I go, oh, like I remember I did, I did a lovely gig uh, for House of Comedy. I did a lovely gig for House of Comedy um, at the 1865. Yep. And that was really, that was really, really good fun. And I do, and I do this joke about uh, how like, how policemen are the only profession that like take pictures with people when they're pissed. Like you never see any other emergency service do that. Like you yep. never see an ambulance like pull up and like, you're like, eh! like, you know, you never see it. And I remember I was doing the routine and I just got angry and angry and angry. And then they started laughing, laughing even more. And uh, when I finished the routine, I kind of went, I think I let go of something there. I don't know what, but I let go of something. <laughs> I let go of something. I don't know what it was, but yeah, like it was, yeah, so yeah, that's probably that's that's why I sort of decided to try and look a bit different. And do you think? Can you can, do you find it easy to? So I know when you say you're going up and you then separate. When you're finished, is it easy to then separate again? So I know. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, you know, you, I make it sound like it's split personality disorder, but it's. Like... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it kind of is. <laughs> like you know me well enough that it kind of is. But like you know, we'll make a career out of it, and then we'll get to the problem later. It's yeah. Fun. But yeah, I mean that like it's it's interesting, yeah. like you say that about and obviously how critical you can be of yourself as well. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I, I the last guest I had on, uh, a guy called Dennis Bundy, and he's yes. he's yes. Yes. he he so he had a, had a great thing that he said, and I think this is something you do that you like will focus on the person that's kind of not laughing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, it's and then it kind of like you yeah. don't give a shit about the sort of ten people that are laughing, but the what I'm talking about the size of the gigs that we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The ten people are laughing, and the ninety other people that are like left, like they're gone. Like, it's you know not what I meant. You know, but it's always know. like the one person that's not that, that's not really sort of into it. 
and yeah. um and yeah i think i mean i think we're all guilty of that a bit but then i yeah. think it, you do tend to focus on it and then it just affects your confidence massively i do yeah and and do you know what i sort of um actually like recently coming out of like that's obviously we came out of lockdown and then you know a lot of um you know a, a, like okay we came out of lockdown and obviously everyone was like begging to get back to gigs craig phoned me and was like you know, you're in, let's do the lamp. I ran around my half flat screaming. I'm like, oh, no. like I just, and then like, we finally got to go out into the world and do it again. Um, you know, and I just, yeah. And I found that recently, like, it's ever since I got back, my confidence had got a lot more because okay. what I was, what I was nervous about was, um, you know, like, oh, is it going to like, am I still going to be any good? And it went all right. Like it wasn't like, you know, obviously I have very high standards, but like that keeps pushing me to try and get better. And then, you know, if I if I can reach maybe, you know, 50% of my expectations, then by the end of my career, I'll go, oh, I did all right. But do you know what I mean? But like, I think yeah. you've always, like, and, you know, in terms of, like, um, confidence and goals in, in stand-up, it's, every, it all changes. Because what I realised, and I'm writing a joke about it, what I realised is well, whatever we want, we don't have. And then we, ha- and then we have something else. And so we go, yeah, but you would like that, wouldn't you? And you go, no, no, because I'm focused on this now because I don't have this. Like, yeah. we, are, we are fascinated, especially me. <laughs> I'm fascinated with stuff that I don't have. So I'm sort of, like, focusing on that. Like, I don't have you laughing. Come on, let's, like, let's work with each other. Like, it's, you know what I mean? And I, I will... Yeah, exactly. Honestly, I've done it before. I did a gig. Um, oh God, I did a gig, and uh, yeah, it was quite a famous gig uh, on the on the well amongst the comedians that were there because it was like a fifteen minute breakdown, and I was only meant to do like eight minutes, and I did like fifteen twenty, and no one got me off because I was just ranting and going a bit crazy, and then someone in the front row, bless him, went, "You're doing great, man!" Like a silence, <laughs> and they just shout that in the front row, and I said you're not helping me cross the roads. Like, what are you doing? Like, why, why are you doing this? And then I said, actually, could you help me cross the road? And I held my hand out and then we held hands for the rest of my breakdown. <laughs> we held hands. I held hands with this audience member. When you could do that, you know what I mean? And uh, you know, it, like, did, they, did they start to think it was like a make a wish Foundation. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> and like everyone, and then like, I, I think I told like maybe three jokes. And then when I eventually told one joke, everyone started clapping. And I was like, I feel like that wasn't on the strength for the joke. I feel like you're going, oh, he finally told something. Yes. Like, you know I mean? And then I, oh, did I got off. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I got off. And then, like, Grant was like, you know, I'm like shaking. My, you know, good good friend of ours, Grant Allen. Like, you know, he, you know, I mean, he's, yeah, he's like my brother, man. I love him to bits. And he literally, he literally came up to me. I'm like shaking. He comes up to me and goes, that was the funniest thing I've ever seen. And I'm literally just like, oh, fuck you, dude. Like, and I got outside and then every, and all this, and the audience members went, oh my God, you were so funny. Like, you're going to make it. I said, what, you think I'm going to last long if I, if I end up doing that every night? But it's sort of like, and but what I've noticed is the good thing is maybe because I'm in a happier place, but like they, they, they are a lot less frequent, the breakdowns. Don't get me wrong, they happen, but they are a lot less frequent on stage now. Be- probably because I can do that persona. And how, how do you find it now if you're writing stuff now? Yeah. Because that's the most frustrating thing. Whereas before you could write stuff and go, right, next week I'll be able to get something, an open mic somewhere, and I'll be able to go and like just try it out. But now it's kind of like I'm writing something and then I don't even know when I'm going to be able to use this. Yeah, how frustrating do you find that? It is, it is, it is frustrating, um, but you've got to kind of roll with the punches. Like it's nothing like, it's, it's not like, it's not like I'm not getting booked because I'm shagged. 
You know what I mean? It's like, and I, that could be the reason why we get back out, but I'm hoping not. But like, you know, like, you know, but so, you know, you could, I, you could only go so far when you write stuff because the how I figure a lot of stuff out is, is I sort of throw one idea and go, ah, like salt and vinegar crisps, yes, no. And then they kind of react to it. And then I go, oh, okay. And then I, and then I sort of, improvise a lot of stuff now which which feels more loose because then i'm not putting pressure on myself and i'm not putting pressure on the material as much yeah. because if i like the idea i will sort of have like bullets to shoot with and then i'll sort of try and work around them and then you know and so you know there's only there's only so much you can do but i i am writing like pretty much every day now which is really which is really well, good that's good me. that's really good yeah uh, because it just sort again it just sort of um you know it makes me it makes me feel useful in this time and like you know because honestly i my mental health is hugely hugely determined on whether i'm writing or not like you know or, or whether because the thing is like i was saying i was saying uh, to my husband but I said, honestly he's had to put up with it like for so honestly he's he's <laughs> is he, he's, he's, is he he's, actually he's, just a corpse that's there like <laughs> by the end of this lockdown i think he fucking might be like he's, he's had to, like you know what i mean he's yeah bless him like god, god bless him but it will be so long and uh yeah and uh, you know he, he um <laughs> you know and it, it, i said i was like i i don't know if this says anything about me but i you know i don't care if there's an apocalypse but as long as i can gig to zombies i don't care like do you know what i mean like that's how focused i am on oh, tough, up. tough crowd <laughs> yeah exactly yeah exactly like you know but like it wouldn't be a believe it or not if a crowd full of zombies would not be the worst i've had <laughs> <laughs> sorry sir is that a boo or a moan i think <laughs> I mean, they're in the same ballpark, aren't they? They're in the same ballpark. But like, <laughs> you know, like, and I, I said, you know, so, so my, yeah, so my mental health is very sort of determined on whether I'm writing or not. So, and then if, if I don't write, honestly, uh, I've had so many conversations with like comics. I get like so existential, like, oh, what am I doing with like, you know what I mean? I get, yeah. But if I'm writing, I'm like, you know, there could be a, like, there could be a fucking asteroid code. I'm like, yeah, but I've written a joke about holding a crisp, like. An asteroid. Like, <laughs> yeah exactly. Like, yeah exactly you know and then like you know and then everyone's kind of looking at me like yeah and then i get on the stage and i just feel great and I, so, so you know but i don't know i was thinking about this like second lockdown this one's harder this one's harder than the first one mm. because the, fir great. the first one yeah. the first the first one's new so it's like a new challenge it's like oh okay we're like and you because we just got out of normal life you sort of you sort of or you sort of remember what it was like you you felt it and you like you remember and now now we're in a second one it's like you know anyone can overcome something once that's easy but doing it a second time or a third time or a fourth time or whatever that's the difficult bit yeah it's uh, like so, oh it's like oh we're doing this again but this time it's raining yeah, Fantastic. exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and you just, and then, and then, like you, 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 you've. I think a lot of people in in their heads kind of went right. This is this is it. Like we're gonna have one lockdown, and then we're all, you know, we're all gonna be doing cartwheels and like licking each other's faces, and we can like, you know, do whatever. Not saying, yeah, not saying that's what I do, but you know, like as soon as, as, soon as you get out of lockdown, I'll just be doing cartwheels down my road. <laughs> yeah, like literally, <laughs> but, you know, like you know, so. I just think, I, yeah, I think, I think it is because it's like, it's not new anymore. And it's sort of scary because when you, when you said in your head, like, oh, we're just going to do this once and then it's going to be over. Now it's happened again. You're questioning yourself a lot more and people, you know, because we're like, we're, oh, I thought it was only meant to be once. So how many, yeah. how many more are there sort of thing? So again, me writing is sort of massively, massively helping 
me sort of and I don't you know you, you know myself I'm not really a topical guy I more sort of go I more sort of go that's bothering me why is that bothering me why does everyone else like it and why can't I yeah. do you know that's, that's I'm, like so I'm going to share it with you <laughs> yeah exactly that, yeah and you're yeah. gonna know about it yeah, yeah exactly yeah <laughs> like you know like you know and, and again like that 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 was also another thing of coming up with the character was uh a lot of my stuff was very self-deprecating like that like like the whole act was like i'm a piece of shit which you know it's a portion of my day but it's not the whole day right you know what I mean? like you know and i was like right okay like and i started to move on with the content and started to sort of you know go right well you know the the funniest thing for me is, is in this world, in this normal world, I can't function. I'm like, I don't understand, like, why, like, do you know what I mean? So, but that is funny to myself and to people to sort of go, and then, and then the funniest bit is like when you, when you reveal something that's true in something that we normally would do, or normally just perceive as like, oh, this is fine. And then we, and I kind of go, what? And then now everyone sort of finds that funny, if that makes sense. The thing is with that as well, because I think, there's this picture that everyone loves to paint of themselves as this perfect being, don't they? You know, yeah. you, you see, you go on social media, you see how perfect everyone is. Yeah. And, you know, and you think, oh, look at their lovely life and their lovely day. You yeah. know, you don't hear about, you know, they've been thrown down the stairs by their boyfriend. Or, I don't know. That's just an example. <laughs> but, but the thing is, you shouldn't laugh at domestic abuse, Ben. Stop it. No, I know, um, no. So no, um, it was it was just so, it was so it was so specific and out of nowhere. Like I, I just, don't do that. It's not me. <laughs> I was gonna say, no. Well, I live in a flat, so we're all good. But yeah. uh, no. or have a girl, or have a girlfriend. I was sort of. <laughs> yeah. No, but my point is, it's kind of like you're going up there and just beating on yourself. Again, yeah. take that as you will. But you're just <laughs> yeah. just beating yourself up. And then yeah. people are kind of going, yeah, I'm a bit like that. Yeah, and, and then that, yeah, I would never, I would never admit it, but I am like that sort of thing. And that's, that's yeah, exactly. And and it's sort of you know, there's there's no better laugh than when they go, I get it. Like you know, like like you know, so like you can you know you can fall over, you can like you know hit your head on the door, whatever, and they'll laugh. But there's nothing there's nothing better when they go, oh, I didn't see it like that before. Damn, like you know, what I mean? and then they're the comics I admire when they go you know that thing like this is how I see it I'm like oh which is in, I, which is you know and like that's why I think I love comedy so much because it is it's different every time and there's different perspectives every yeah. time and you and you so, you can sort of learn more about yourself I honestly half of my life lessons have been from watching stand-up which you know which you know could be a thing and I was thinking about like because I've I've been doing stand-up since I was 18 mm. so like they were like my how, old, how old now I'm 22 now. 22 so, now, yeah. Yeah, uh, like, you know, so my my adult years, my formative years of when you discover yourself, I sort of, that I did that on stage. So that to me now is normal and the rest of everything isn't. Like I sort of went into, I was 18 and never left the island before by myself and just kind of went, yeah, this is fine. I'll just go to the mainland and go and do gigs and just sort of went there. And then, you know, you grow up in this very adult world, this very strange world, you know, of stand-up. And then ever since then, I've sort of formed my life around that and formed how I function around that also. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this kind of, it's, it's almost like, I remember when back to when I was that age. Um, it, I, I mean, I did, it was almost like I didn't really know anything. That's how yeah. I felt about a lot of things. And you're just, everything you do, you're just picking it up and picking it up, adapting. And that's kind of, I guess, where you're at at the moment. You're kind of, yeah. 
you've and that's kind of what I was going to ask you about the style and how you've how you've adapted over time because you started yeah. out doing quite sort of the jokes you sort of like Frankie Ball-esque jokes didn't yeah. you and yeah. then you've kind of developed it as you've gone yeah. along I mean yeah. I mean how how uh, do you think you're completely a- apart from that now or do you think like you've got your own style yet or are you just still working that together I think I think I'm a lot like you know like I you know, I, I can sit here and say, oh, I'm uh, uh, I'm an original baby, you know, I and mean, I can sit here and say <laughs> that, but like, but it's, it's, you know, it's sort of, it's not up to me whether I am, you know, like, I, I strive for it 100%. And, um, you know, what I realised was, is because, again, because it is an alien world that you come into, not only as the only kid on the bill, like, you know, with like adults that you've never, like, you know, like, yeah. I can't, as discussed, I can't do normal life, social interactions, not fun. Everybody shut up with me with a microphone, I fine like let's let that's that's that not 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 narcissistically either I don't know what it is but like you know I mean they're they're the only times that I could really think and go right so yeah you know I sort of I started off doing like one-liners because you only have five minutes so you have to you know you like whereas now like I can do a story that can last maybe the entire set or maybe like you know like 10 minutes or whatever if I'm doing like longer you know I mean I'll sort of you know but I've always sort of um relied on punchlines and one-liners but I was strictly one-liner and again I didn't know what to do so in my head I sort of went for the sort of hashtag savage lad comedy yeah and was like you know oh what's the worst thing that could happen princess Diana like whatever like just the the, <laughs> the worst thing you could think of yeah honestly that that's how bad it was and the, th- the thing was and then one night I remember I did a gig in I did a gig in Eastbourne was it in Eastbourne yes and everyone else did amazing. No, no, no. Do excuse me. It's in Petersfield. Sorry, do excuse me. It's in Petersfield. And everyone did amazingly, apart from me. Like everyone did great. And then I tanked completely. And I just, I remember we went to McDonald's after because you know the rock and roll lifestyle. Right? Yeah. And I, you know, and I, uh, and I was there, and I just, had, I was like, what the fuck? Like, what, where am I going wrong here? And then I sort of was talking to two comics. I was talking to Nathan Eagle and Jake Young, and and they and they kind of said, look you're funny but you're not being original right now you need to sort of discover yourself yeah like, you know and and the only the only way to do that is fall flat on your face and you know and do gigs and then sort of go oh that was what not to do let's go this way or that is what to do but you're going the wrong you know it, it, everything is constantly learning and that's what also i love about stand-up is i'm still learning just as much now as i was back then oh yeah i mean yeah i, I could i can vouch for that as well i mean like I say the handful of gigs that i've done yeah. i i've i've learned something new every time but again i'm at the stage now where i don't i i haven't found a style i'm just writing something putting yeah. it out there and then just thinking okay that got some laughs and that's i mean yeah. I'm, I'm happy with that i'm not looking yeah. I'm, I'm not looking to do it like full time but i know yeah. you're you would love to make a push to sort of do yeah, this that's... as a full-time career hundred percent, hundred percent. Because again, like I, you know, and it, but again, that, that how you discover it is you you get laughs and then you go right because you almost sometimes get bored of what you say and you go mm, and, yeah. then, and then again and then again and and new things crop up and new things sort of you know and I don't always I say I don't always do stuff from my life I do like you know just sort of hypothetical stuff or whatever just because I have like thoughts during like again and doing stand up I have like a million thoughts at once all the time. And then when I'm doing stand up, everything just slows down and it goes, right, okay, let's, and it, I get that focus. And again, like, you know, 
and it ever since I was like I said ever since I was 18 I was like I you know I was in sick form and they went what do you want to do and I went like who like what I don't know what I want for dinner let alone what I want to do for the rest of my life like you know what I mean and I was going to and, ask you that as well I was going to ask what do you, I want for dinner yeah. no yeah, yeah what, what are you having <laughs> um no I was going to ask like yeah. was, was there like apart from this was there ever any other idea like any just a small idea of what you would like to have done apart from um, this well looking back on it now I had options yeah but at the time I'm I'm one of these people that when they like something I get like I have tunnel vision completely like absolute like complete tunnel vision like of what of what I want to do now looking back on it now I did have options but at the time I'm one of these I say I'm one of these people that when when they like something I live and breathe it for so long and I don't put it down and then and I sort of and I did my first gig of stand-up for the lovely Matt Roseblades he has yep. gone he's he's you know again a absolute gen and there are a million hilarious brilliant you know stories to tell and uh, you know he um I did I did my first gig for him and I was watching a stand-up documentary. I think it was done by the BBC. I think it's called The Art of Stand-Up or something. And Billy Connolly said in it, he said, oh, a laugh is like a wave that you step onto. And I shit you not, I'm not like the most spiritual person, despite the bandana. I'm not, I'm not that <laughs> spiritual, right? But like, I got my first laugh and it literally felt like a wave came over. And I was like, damn. And then the second I got off, I didn't do well. I did, well, you know, I did all right. But like... In the grand scheme of first gigs, like when I saw you gig, I was like, what? I'm a fraud. Like, it was awful. Like, compared to half these guys that start, like, I was, like, everyone, you know, I, I get a lot of nice compliments now. Like, oh, man, you're, like, so good for your age, yada, 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 or, like, whatever. Like, you know, you've, you're, you know, lots of compliments, which is lovely, obviously. But what they don't realise is, is that some of these new guys, they're starting here. And I was starting down. Like, you know, I, I yeah. was, I you know, I was terrible. But, like, but again, and I, and I saw, I got off stage and I said, what else would I want to do? Like, but, you know, I could have, I could, so I could have gone to uni and I could have just sort of tried to figure stuff out, you know what I mean? And like partied for three years and then, you know, like done ketamine off a toilet, you know, the, the standard uni stuff. Yummy. I could have done mm. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I could have done that, but I also could have done uh, plumbing. My dad ran a plumbing company. Right. Okay. And, uh, you know, he had his own business. And I think he <laughs> he sort of wanted me to go down that road. And, like, you know, like, he used to talk like he was in The Sopranos. Like, oh, you know, you got to join the family business. And like, when I, I, I literally said to him one day, he's like, you know, he's uh, like, you know, he's a, he's a scouser. And he was like, you know, son, you got to join the family business. I'm like, Dad, we're not in The fucking Sopranos. Like, I'm not, like, I want my own life. Like, you know what I mean? I like, because... What do you like, do for yeah, a living? I, oh, I work in construction. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, I, I did. A, I did. I did a gig once. It was. Uh, I, I was crowd working. I did. I was emceeing. I did some crowd work, and they went. Um, and they went. I think. I went. What do you do, mate? And he went. Oh, I'm an engineer. I went. Oh, cool. Like, what? What do you engineer? Because I, I don't know any specifics. So I yeah. sort of answer the question back. I go, so what do you engineer? And he goes, oh, I'm, I'm more of a painter, really. And then I started laughing and I said, don't worry, mate, I'm a laughter engineer. Don't worry about it. Like, you know what I mean? And like, sort of, like played off that or whatever. But yeah, so I could have, I could have easily gone down the plumbing route. And right. I do like, you know, and I, and I was thinking that like, uh, like, like ages ago, because again, you just sort of, when you have sort of shit gig after shit gig after shit gig, you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, you know what I mean? Like all my friends are like at parties, like you know getting drunk having sex like all this fun stuff and i'm traveling to fucking scumthorpe on a train to have five minutes of ah 
that, like you know, to do like you see that you do question the way it. you said that was like you were like you were fourteen. All my yeah, friends, I yeah, I know. parties, having sex. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it was that like you know obviously it's different now because you know we're all old we're all, we're all you know we're, we all have to sort of grow up but like but like, that's how it was back then and then they were like oh so ben you're gonna come to this really cool party with all these like really really, really cool people no i'm gonna go to fucking eastbourne and like you know and just sort of you know and like you know but like i wouldn't have it any other way but like i could have I, like, I do you know i did think that i was like what the fuck i could have i could have had it quite easy i could have just done a plumbing course and just gone up the road and then eventually have a business handed to me and then like an income but instead yeah. i've decided to fucking fuck all of that off and go for something that is incredibly difficult incredibly unlikely and also as well incredibly you know just incredibly hard to do and not a stable income at all and it's and but I would have it no other way. I swear to God, like I said, the second I got off stage, that feeling, I said, right. I and I literally, I literally remember saying to Duncan, Duncan Adam again, uh, an absolute you know hero. Like he, he, he bless him. He saw me. He saw me when I came uh, into the venue, and I was like shaking, really nervous. And he was the first person to go like, "Hey, champ, how's it going?" Like you know, so like I, I forever owe my gratitude to him. And I, I got off, and he said, "How'd you feel?" And I said. My life has decided that. My life has yeah. decided this is it. This is it. This is the only thing well, I want to do. One of us. One well, of yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and he just kind of looked at me and went, oh, you got the bug then. I was like, yeah, because yeah. like, you know, like what? why else would I want to go back to that world now when I've just done that? And that's how I saw it. And, uh, you know, and I still haven't, still haven't stopped. And the thing is, I mean, we joke, but it's like you, you are in maybe one of the best positions out of, I think maybe everyone we know to carry this on as long as you can because obviously you're yeah. young yeah you don't i mean what commitments you know you, you don't even don't even have a girlfriend no i know <laughs> no, honestly, honestly, i don't have any responsibility no, no no kids you can no. you know you can just about use a laptop but you know <laughs> <laughs> That's why, that's why I bring a pen and notepad with me honestly yeah. <laughs> i mean I, that's what i do i just get bring a quill really that i can use Oh, a bit of papyrus, why not? <laughs> bit of bog roll, we'll do it. Yeah, no, but that's the thing, you you were in a better position than most to really yeah. carry this through. Uh, you know, there's yeah. nothing holding you back, so no. why not? Just yeah. go for glory, mate. Yeah, and yeah. thank you. And, 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 I, and I, I hope one day that I can, because again, because I always sort of hold my standards to an impossible level. So then again, so like, so I have this sort of, you know, this hunger and this sort of determination so like, cause it, you know, again, this hunger and determination always changes like with your goals. Like, you know, so once you get here, you don't go, oh, that's it now. I'm just going to rest on my laurels. You kind of go, right, what's next? And yeah. I sort of did that and still do it now. But like how I focus on the short term, cause I used to be very long-term like, okay. And then I used to sort of get down on myself when I wasn't like getting there for you know, whatever that would be. And, um, and I sort of was like, right, okay. Short-term goal is just be the best on the bill every night. That's all you got to do. And sometimes I'd do it, sometimes I wouldn't. And I think it's that sort of uh, determination that sort of, that keeps me going because I, because before I did stand up, I had a very sort of negative outlook, even worse than life. So like, if I, if, if okay. I failed, at, if I failed at something, I'd give up. That's generally how I was. Oh, right. Okay. And then I, and then I do stand up and I go, right, how can I get better? So that's how I knew my mindset had changed. It kind of teaches you how to fail, doesn't it? Really? It's it does. Kind of like... Oh, mate. Oh, dude, that's everyone's like, oh, so have you got any, like, you know, bless, like, the weirdest thing I say is being a young comic is like when, 
30 year old dudes come up to you and go you got any advice and i'm like oh all right this is uh, it is yeah i should be asking you like what do you do don't get married <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. i'm like what do you do when you've run out of toilet paper do you know I mean like these are the questions i should be asking you know I mean? like use the doormat no no you know whatever <laughs> like you know like, use the dog yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly but you know like yeah like you know so being a young comic is sort of you know you know because i because i got my stripes in early and mm. it is nice to sort of be asked to like you know what's your like you know what, what what's your advice and obviously i'm willing to give it but i'm not one of these guys that's like hey man you didn't ask for my advice but here it is like i'm not like you know like you know you've got to you've got to fail but what i say to people is like they go oh has you got any advice i'm like yeah get ready to suck for so long like you're gonna suck for ages and and then they say oh like because a lot of people they do this for a few months and then they they like it and then they suck for a while and they yeah. go oh this this isn't happening but the thing is what keeps you coming back is your love for stand-up and is your love for doing it like and you know and it was sort of that's what sort of spurred me on was that sort of idea of like you know i love doing this why what else would i do and then obviously like you know you sort of get like you know people get like downhearted about like oh you know this didn't happen or you know i, I i've spent it's it's not a money like if you're getting into stand-up for money love or fucking career aspirations you're not you know no it's going to be a long fucking time like <laughs> like it's going to be so long and like you know like, and again like you know when i when i hear like new people um they go and this, this was told to me by a, by a comic after my first gig because i said like they were like you know because comics you know they feel each other out like you know what i mean also not do, in, yeah yeah no yeah no well not in that way no i mean allegedly but you know <laughs> we stay out of all of that we stay out of all of that as i know but like you know so <laughs> you know we're like <laughs> do a bit of the cosby just whoop, you know what I mean? like you know yeah. like you know but you know whatever but like it's like so um you know, but yeah uh, you know so when you know, we'll, you know people will people will ask that when you start they go oh so what how far do you want to get and they go you know and as soon as someone says to me i want to be on live with the apollo i tune out i go well all right well you're gonna be around for two weeks you're gonna yeah. be around for six gigs and then like and then i remember a comic he said to me he said oh you know this this is how i knew that you'd be all right is because they said what do you want to do and i said i just want a gig like that's what i want to do and they go and they go so what's the goal and you know and the goal at the moment the sort of the dream goal i say it's not it's i'm not hanging my hat on it yeah i'm not kind of going okay. this will be it if if i do this this will complete everything and then you know the world will turn right like but my my, my dream would be sell out at edinburgh and, a, and, a, and great reviews that's 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 the thing i strive for and you know like i'm not i don't give a shit about tv i don't give a shit about you know what i mean like you know being in a movie i don't care I want to be a comic. You want to be a club club comic, essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I want to be really good, but you've never heard of me. I want to be able to go to the shop and no one know who I am. Like, you know, like, you know, because I like, I just, you know, I don't want to, I don't like, you know, like, it's great. I, I no like, one will talk to you looking like that anyway. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to rock it, Gav. All right. I'm trying really hard here. All right. I'm trying to just act as if it's normal. I'm sat in my fucking spare room. I'm going to point it out every 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, with nail varnish and a hairband on like this is just no this is a normal day like if I'm you had trying. if you had a guns and roses poster in the background or something oh like. yeah axel rose that's what i'm saying honestly there's there's got to be some sort of joke that like you know i'm sure i'll think of some sort of axel rose start line to sort of get me over the <laughs> hump sort of thing you know but like you know and, I, and when i sort of realized when i sort of realized that the the look that i was going for previously wasn't bulletproof was i remember once we i was doing the i was doing i was doing um the lampoon and I think like the you know, Craig 
God bless him, absolute angel. Like he he will let me go there pretty much every week. And yeah. God bless him because he knows probably how just insane I am. And he's like, look, if this kid doesn't gig, you know, it's all not the it's time, not going to be the same every week. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And, you know, like, you know, because he knows that I, you know, that I work on jokes all the time. Like, you know, so like, so, and, and you know, massive love for that. So I remember I went there and I said, I can't be asked to put my jacket on. I just, I was traveling with Grant and he, I went, I can't be asked. And he went, don't you? And I was like, what? Like, because it was kind of my shield. It's me. And it's I, me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, so I just I wore my hoodie, and then I say because normally normally my opening joke when I wear the leather jacket is uh, I look like a reject from a lesbian punk band, which mm. is kind of you know which is true. And then and I said I said okay that's fine. All I got to do is change my opening line. That's all I got to do. So then I said um, I look like a drug dealer that sells Pro Plus and Calpol because I was in like an Adidas trackie. Okay. And again, like it just got the same laugh, and I was like we're, we're good. Like you know we were like you know and then again so that's sort of when I realised that it's not it's not bulletproof. But yeah, now yeah, and they say like yeah, the the only thing I'm focused on in terms of you know goals is I want to be a stand-up. I don't care about any because because in my head, I I want to go down as one. It's going to sound hella arrogant and hella delusional, but I want to be like one of the best. Like yeah. I just want to be one of the best, and the and the only way I can do that is if I just keep working, keep working, keep working, and and again, and it's it's new every single time. There's sort of like an almost like a jazz music aura about stand-up which i enjoyed because i yeah. used to listen to okay. I, used, yeah. I used to go to a lot i used to go to a lot of jazz gigs as a kid because my mom my mom and dad were like huge jazz fans so i used to sort of just sit in the corner and sort of watch and it was new every time and that's what i kind of love about it because again and again that's what kind of keeps you excited for it because in normal life it's just the same and i suck and i'm like you know what i mean it's just like the same stuff and it's like oh you know like uh, well, you know and then on stand-up i'm like what who the fuck knows what's going to happen? Are there going to be people? Are there going to be too many people? Like I've had gigs where like people are sat on the floor in like, you know, people like are on top of you. Yeah. And again, there's that sort of like antagonistic sort of side of me that like really enjoys that. Like I want them to be there. Whereas some people are like, keep them away. Whereas I'm like, no, no, I want to breathe on them. And I want to go. You can you can notice those people who they are because this is the people yeah. that walk to the back of the stage or stand at the front. Yeah. So I've done yeah, both. Yeah. I've done both. Yeah. You uh, have, I, yeah, you have actually. I remember I, that. Yeah, I, I, um, I. The, there are times where I literally I'm standing on the edge of the stage. Yeah. Um, and I did it. I did it in. I think this is the gig that I first met you at in yes. um, Chichester. Right? Chichester, yeah. And yeah. then I did it there, and I did it at the. I think it was more to do with because I couldn't see. I did it at the 1865. Yeah. I was there the week yeah. after you were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't see a damn thing. And I was literally yeah. stood on the edge of the stage just talking to people <laughs> like that. Uh, like, hello? Yeah. Are you there? Am I good? Yeah, have, you, have you gone? Have you gone home? Like uh, that. Yeah. But if, yeah. you know when you're saying about, like, um, you want to be remembered. Mm. You want to be remembered as, as, as a really great comic. Who mm. would you like to be mentioned in the same breath as? Who are your... So like who, who, who you who, think who you think are the like they're gods? Yeah. So well, the thing is, is again like I, I think I've always had sort of my staple guys that I've said I like you know and I, I they I sort of you know perspective obviously changes because you're like oh there's stuff I used to like now has changed but there's always been like so my like again I think Frankie Boyle I think is hands down the best in my view and like people people say people say like now because obviously he was i think he got kind of tarred with the wrong brush whether it be his own fault or not because he was kind of he was kind of shown as this sort of almost anti-comic almost sort of like you know edgy sort of like you know the guy down the pub sort of thing 
And what you don't realize yeah. about him is he he's incredibly intelligent, he's incredibly introspective, he's incredibly just brilliant at stand up. And but when you say to people you're a Frankie Boyle fan, they kind of go, Oh, you're like, no, 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 check this stuff out. It's a it's brilliant. Like yeah. it's 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 a mix of that sort of hard stuff, but it's also just incredibly insightful and incredibly uh, just I say introspective. And that's the sort of stand up I love doing. He's a victim um, of his own success, really, isn't he? Because yes. he kind of he he a lot of he pushed those the, the sort of edgy jokes a little bit yeah. further than maybe most people did but yeah. yeah he has got so much more context and you think how yeah. those jokes are built like yeah. how you build a joke and you yeah. layer it and it's kind of like yeah. he knows he yeah. he's doing it he, and the thing yeah. is i've read his column a few quite a few times as well yeah. and yeah. he does it the same way it, yeah. you know it would start off talking about one thing move all the way through and kind of end up back where he started like where he started and it's like yeah. brilliant and, and and that's and that, you know and that's what i sort of admire like i say in, in my stuff i you know i get it's not for me to say like what i think of my stuff but like you know because it's up to it's up to everybody else essentially it's up to everyone else what they think but i think my stuff uh, i don't know obviously you you love me but it's a lot more introspective than like most people that we see on bills i'd say like yeah. i sort of i sort of dabble with the stuff that's like what the fuck's going on and like sort of build on the question of that and those are the comics I enjoy. So again, Frankie Boyle, I want to be sort of mentioned as again, like, but my, my favorite comics are like Chappelle and uh, uh you know, and then are Chris Rock as well. Like I yeah. think Chris Rock, Chris Rock's outstanding. And there are so many more that like I could like I can't even like think of now. But like you know, there are so many sort of um and it's it. I have a sort of special thing with like Frankie Boyle and Dave Chappelle because you know when you when you start stand up, it's a really weird thing to sort of do because. It's an alien world, especially where I come from. Like none of my family have been in the entertainment business or, you know, sort of know what, you know, we know what stand-up is because you watch Live at the Apollo. It's not like that. Like, I mean, it's completely different. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, so then obviously trying to explain it. And then, you know, me and my dad would watch Frankie Ball and Dave Chappelle and he'd get it. He'd go, ah, okay, I see now. And then, so that for me has sort of held a place in my heart really. Right, and okay. then, you know, and then, you know, that's that's what I want to strive towards is that level of sort of, you know, but, you know, again, it's not it's not going to keep me awake at night. I mean, it, it will. Uh, I was I was about to bullshit there. And so it's not going to keep me awake after. It will. It will. It, it does. It does. And like, but that, but that's that's what I strive for. And, you know, if you keep striving towards it, you're not really it's it's, it's a double edged sword because you sort of you are you're striving for something so much that you sort of don't realize how far you've got because you're still sort of you know which I okay yeah you see what I mean yeah I know what you mean yeah which I sort of credit a lot of my friends for I call them muggles that's what I call like my friends like you know of Harry Potter like you know that don't do like you know they're like well we're wizards over here and they're like you know they're they're like just being normal and that's what I call them I call them all muggles all the time and uh, I had one of my friends they said they were like um you know she you know she's 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 a really good friend of mine and she's sort of um you know she's sort of you know she's you know she's got she's normal she's not insane like me and like you know she's she sort of she was like you know like you know just take a take a look at how far you've come and sort of like enjoy what you're doing and same with my housemates my housemate's been huge is he sort of you know he sort of pulls me down from sort of um you know if I'm feeling like oh that was that was awful I didn't like that and then he kind of he'll kind of go hang on a minute like he'll sort of like slap me and go what do you mean like you know and sort of it allows me to appreciate it more which you got, uh, so you got people around you that ground you essentially yeah, yeah. so yeah. yeah yeah i mean what well after you know 
hopefully when we have some normality yeah. in the coming months yeah. or whenever, yeah. Yeah. do you see yourself branching out more like gig wise, you know, is that, is that, that's kind of the plan because you've yeah. been quite local and I know you've gone yes. like here, there and everywhere, but yeah. you know, is the aim now to take this a little bit further? Yeah. I mean, the, the, the goal is always to gig wherever I haven't like, you know what I mean? Like that's always like, I'm not concerned with like, you know, fee getting paid or anything like that. Or what I'm concerned with is who's on the bill and what, where is it? And what is it? Because again, it's just like this new challenge, and it doesn't. Because you know, like who gives a who gives a fuck? It's like, oh, I got you know, I didn't get any money for it. Who cares? Like, what else were you going to do on a fucking Wednesday? Yeah. You just you just went to a packed out room and killed it and had a hell of an experience in your life. Why would you care about anything else? And like that's how I sort of feel about a lot of it. So again, and I'm sort of like, don't get me wrong, I've sort of bargained and cheated and done all of this to sort of even <laughs> just to get even just to get a tenner off my mate, just to be like, look, please, I need it. Like you know, you know, because times were hard back in the day when all I had was stand up I had nothing else and like you know and I said look you know I you know I need you know so I'd buy I'd get like a tenner off my mate and that would be just enough to get me over the other side to then you know sit and wait I've you know I went to Edinburgh but I had no money so I had to get a mega bus it was like eight hours yeah oh, that's, like, a, that's yeah. a bad drive <laughs> yeah yeah the worst was I didn't even realize there was a toilet till like four hours in I was like crying in my seat like I'm gonna die I'm gonna like die, and then all of a sudden, and all of a sudden, I heard like a flash of the toilet. You know when you see like in the Western movies where like the record scratches. That's what it was like. It was like I was like, I'm gonna that's a fucking toilet there, and I literally just ran. Obviously, but I get. I, I can talk about fulfillment and happiness. I've never been so happy as soon as I saw some fat geezer come out of the toilet. I've never been, <laughs> he, he, He's been I in there for those four hours <laughs> beforehand as well. <laughs> you probably have one of the megabus pasties or like, you know, before before he took the trip. But you know, but like you know, so like again, it's sort of the the goal is always to sort of gig where I haven't. And like, I I'm you know massively grateful for a lot of my friends because they they drive. I I don't drive. I sort of you know I sort of go hey so you're on the bill friend uh, can I jump in and then like you know and then bless him like you know they're like of course it's the norm and, now though isn't it it's kind of like yeah, you know yeah. if if you're on then it's kind of like okay who needs who's, who wants to jump <laughs> you know, in with me yeah yeah, yeah like yeah like yeah exactly it's like right okay we're all going to Ben's the at the terminal <laughs> <laughs> that's literally how it is and I'm very lucky though because obviously like people I know well enough like yourself or other people I don't feel bad to kind of go look can I maybe stay on your sofa please yeah like, you know I mean like you know whereas before it was sort of like you know I'd have countless times where like you know I just sit and wait on the island I get I get the boat and then I'd miss my bus so I just go right next one's at five it's uh, 11 o'clock now so uh, wow you know, really I, I, yeah and again I was skint didn't have any money didn't have a phone so I just kind it's of went, like, it's not like you can run home is it yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> imagine oh, that just slowly start like <laughs> whereabouts on the isle of Wight do you live what where, where? I, i'm sorry i live in wootton at the moment which okay. hand which handily enough right so the portsmouth ferry terminal where like for the car ferry this is for the car ferry is about a 30 minute walk away awesome. so even yeah so even if i was you know even if i was um you know gigging in you know even if i had to walk which isn't a pro- again i've done that before i remember i did the rose in june 
and um, I had no battery on my phone, didn't bring a charger with me. All I had was my blazer on because I used to do like Sue Perkins shit. And I used to, you know, put a blazer on, right? You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I <laughs> did, you know, this, this is the career I want. No wonder everyone thinks I'm insane. Like, I'm, I'm talking about this, like, oh, yeah, this is fine. Just, yeah, get yourself a blazer to make yourself look cool. But, like, or whatever. Uh, not, to, not to look cool, to be the butt of a joke. What a twat. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, exactly. So, but I remember I was, what, it was a Saturday, Saturday night gig. Uh, puns and roses and again one of those environments like we said the antagonistic sort of like they're on top of you like, oh yeah yeah i remember i remember and again i loved it it was that makes me that makes you a better comic when you're starting out that's what i always suggest that night you're like if you if you if you're new you will find out if you want to do it or not after doing a couple of them mm-hmm. like you know because it is such an awesome room but they love you if if they like you they love you and if yeah, they don't i enjoyed it i did it once i enjoyed it yeah, there are people yeah. sat on the stairs. There are people in front of you sat on the floor, like, you know what I mean? And there's heckles and there's all sorts. And it's just, it brings that sort of side out of you. But again, you know, I remember the first time I ever did that, it was right next to the prison. Like, it's right next, like the prison's there mm. and the pub's there, right? And I'd never, I say, again, this is like my third ever gig. So I'd never really been off the island by myself. I go through the wrong door. Again, the needle scratch moment. They were like, what the fuck is that? And I kind of went, and then I saw Sanjay, Sanjay Arif again, huge, like huge love for him, massive, massive, massive help for my whole stand up all the time. And again, he he sort of went, Ben, and I was like, oh, someone I know, I just shut the door and was like, oh my God. Do you know what I mean? And so I did that. <laughs> so I just shut the door and was like, oh man. And then, yeah, again, and then I remember I was sort of, you know, it was a bucket split. So I got a fiver. So I was like, yep. Yeah. I, I, I got a paid gig because I had no money because I just got the ferry. And uh, you know what I mean? So, and then I was like, um, and then again, Saturday night, walking around Portsmouth, no phone charge, and I didn't know where the fuck I was going. And I was walking around Portsmouth, and I, I saw the Spinnaker Tower, and I felt like the fucking three wise men. I was like, just keep heading towards that. And then eventually, <laughs> you'll get to the ferry. And then, like, I remember, honestly, I must have been walking around with fucking drunks and God knows, because you know, I walk like I'm drunk anyway. So, like, you know, I remember I walked past a bar, and they were like, no, I'm not, I'm not even trying to get in. <laughs> not- <laughs> Like I'm not drunk Keep either. Keep on like, walking, son. I'll tell you a quick, a little funny story about that, if, if I may. Yeah. And I was saying, obviously, you can chop up whatever you want and go. Right, we'll leave that one, but we'll put this one. Whatever. No, and we'll then, keep it all in. <laughs> you know, but yeah, so, like, so I, yeah, and I remember I walked back and eventually, but again, I just had this sort of single-mindedness of like as long as i do the gig i'll be fine and i still sort of have that do you know what I mean? whereas now like you know whereas now i feel like a bit of a bitch because i was sort of like i need a sofa to sleep on it was like ben when you started stand up you didn't need any of that all you needed was you and now you're like i just need a place to rest i'm like you're such a dick that's such like, a traumatic set yeah exactly yeah. Like, I, need, I need a kfc and a lie down like you know what I mean? and that, and like whereas whereas before whereas before it's just like well you know you did the gig oh you suck of course you suck and then like believe me you sort of you sort of humble yourself when it's just you with no phone and you're just walking around i remember i did i did a gig in brighton and um (laughs) i got paid cash and it was a nice paid it was a nice paid gig and you know they sort of you know shoved it shoved it in the lapel it's when a lot of variety shows were around yeah so you know like so you'd go on after a fucking can can and let me tell you you learn very quickly what jokes are and aren't funny because i think sometimes at comedy nights you kind of get a little bit of leeway because they want to see comedy so they will sort of go 
okay, well, that wasn't great, but you know, it's kind of what I was expecting. But if they're yeah. not expecting you, if they're expect if they're not expecting you, you better be on your game, right? So I did a lot of those starting out as well because again, I just wanted to gig everywhere and anywhere. This is in Brighton, and I got a nice pay. And I remember I missed again the train. Sorry, my train got cancelled, so I had to just walk around Brighton for the night. I was like, well, this this is it, and I'll walk around Brighton. This is fine. And then I saw a strip club, and I saw the money in my pocket, and I looked again. And I looked, and then the guy, the bouncer just kind of looked to me like, not a fucking chance. But like, I could, I could have given him six hundred quid in cash, right? And, like, and he, he would have gone, no fucking way. Like you know what I mean? Like, like and it, uh, that was one of the funniest moments. And I just kind of sort of laughed and sort of went, that, that, yeah, that, that's the life you lead, Ben. And I, I found like, I found, I found, I found like a, I found like a twenty-four hour cafe. And then I end up, and then, and then you know, these drunk people started talking to me because obviously I, I, I don't drink, so all these drunk people started talking to me or whatever. And they went, oh, so what are you here for? I was like, oh, I did a gig, man. And they went, oh, cool, what'd you do? I was like, stand up. And they went, oh, and they said, if you make us laugh, we'll give you free food. And I'm like, fuck yeah. So then I made them laugh and then I got burger and chips. And, nice. You know, like, you know, like, you know, you have to sort of like, you know, again, again, you know. It's you're, like sort the, of all the, you're like the gig in Hobo. I am. Yeah. That, 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 that was the gimmick for a while. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> before, before, before I realised that, you know, before I realised that showers and deodorant were not optional, uh, you know, and they're sort of, you know, like, I was in a bad space mentally, and now I'm sort of in a better space. Like, oh my, like, I didn't know, again, I don't know how, like, you know, I have a lot of friends who I started out with. God bless them for being friends with me for so long, because, like, I was a mess. But, you know, again, that's they're kind of the true friendships of stand-up, because you are sort of, you're all in the foxhole together, aren't you? You know what I mean? You're yeah. all sort of, you're all, you know, no matter how experienced or good you think you are, you're only as good as your last joke. That's genuinely how I feel. So then again, like, you know, I always come in. And then again, that's why no venue is either too big or too small for me. Like, you know, if they go, oh, look, we don't know how many people are going to be here. It's about 300 miles away. Are you doing it? And I'll be like, right. Absolutely, because again, because who knows? Like, you know, and it's you've got to take the chance. You have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's you know, and and again, like I sort of, um, you know, and I sort of realised because I, you know, again in this lockdown, again and lockdown and life as well, because the first lockdown was pretty difficult for me anyway. I had a lot of personal stuff going on at the same time. Yeah, so you know, and you know, but like, and and in that lockdown, I was like, what you know, the the what I want to do with my career. Like, obviously, you know, I want to do Edinburgh. I want to do all of that. But at the end of the day. I know for a fact I will be satisfied despite all the goals and despite all the hate I put on myself to achieve things. I know I'll be happy as long as I've just got good stories to tell to people. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, even if it was like, you know, and like, you know, and, you know, just to be like, you know, when I, when I get old, they'll be like, so, well, you know, what, what do you do? I'm like, well, actually I did stand up and I can explain it that way. And yeah. I sort of, and I sort of, um, and then again, you know, and that's how I sort of see it. Don't get me wrong. If I'm pissed off at the time, I'll be like, I don't want to tell this fucking story. Why am I here? Like, you know what I mean? And like, you know, I get angry just like everybody else, but I think I sort of relish the opportunity to sort yeah. of just gig anywhere and just like, you know, like, you know, and gig for awesome people, gig with awesome people, because half of the friendships that I have now, you know what I mean? Because again, I, I do have muggle friends. I do. I've crossed the line. I do have muggle friends. And you know what I mean, but a lot, a lot, a lot of my, you know, stand-up friends, you know, my, you know, are, are like, you know, are genuinely like some of my best friends. And it's always a weird dynamic as well, because when you all see us hanging out together, because especially because I look so much younger than everybody else, and I'll sort of be walking around with everyone, they'll be like, right, so who is the, who's the uncle of that person, you know, what I mean? or whatever, like, you know, who's buying this kid cigarettes? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I, I used to smoke as well, so that was always a fun image. Because I used to smoke, because how I started smoking was from stand-up, because I used to get so nervous. And one of the comics just went one day to have that outcome, you know. And I just sort of oh, started right. smoking that way. Yeah. Oh, really? Sort of, yeah, yeah, that's how I started smoking, yeah. And then again, I was like, you know, and then I sort of... When, uh, that, that was a fun time peer pressure uh, that was yeah yeah exactly but like it's mostly people our age it's just like it's a guy double my age going stop whinging have that okay sorry like doing whatever have a hamlet and, uh, cigar yeah, that'll, exactly. that'll settle your nerves yeah. <laughs> like tony's like tony soprano like, like yeah. <laughs> you know but like, yeah like, and i just sort of um you know, and so that's how I started, and then and then eventually, like you know, I sort of the funniest bit was is because I again being like eighteen when I started, I sort of was drinking too much, but I never drank at gigs. I never never drank at gigs mm. because I because again because I've always I've always treated it no matter what the venue is, no matter what the crowd is, no matter how much I'm getting paid, if at all, um, it's a job. It is a job. That's how I was, because because again, as, as you said, like I wanted to do this full time, so that's how I kind of approached it. But don't get me wrong. I get hammered on and off stage all the time. Yeah. Can and, I uh, can I just go back and ask something? Just yeah, of course, I'll, yeah, I'll forget otherwise. No, what, of course. Wh- why do you stay on the Isle of Wight? Um, because well, that's the thing. A lot of people have said like move off. It's easier. Like you know, I mean, and I, and I and I see that for convenience. But like, there's just something about this. And I don't be wrong. I fucking sometimes I have a very love hate relationship with it. I hate it, and then I love it because there there is there is but there's always that something pulling me there that's home. And again. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, because, you know, my, my whole, you know, when you're when you're on the island, your whole life is sort of, you know, your whole life is built. And it's not in like a county, because if you're in a county, you can just leave and then you can always come back. Like, it's a it's a it's a big commitment to leave. Yeah. Not OK. I'm not saying that I ever won't. It sounds like I'm in like a cult, doesn't it? And then, you know, it's <laughs> <laughs> like cutting me, cut me hand, like, ah, like, yeah, yeah. I'll leave so, when they know. let me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, when I have enough money to, <laughs> without expensive ferry. But uh, you know, but it's um, you know, and I sort of, and again, the sort of what I realised therapeutically was that sort of idea of having a new character or a persona or an extension of myself, whatever. I'm gonna be honestly, I'm gonna get so many comments like you pretentious dick. Like you know, that's what I get all the time. <laughs> like as a like you know, and then, like, you know, but like you know, but that's just I I sort of get very artsy fartsy about the whole thing. I hope people are still listening. I hope people are still enjoying. I say, um, but, um, you know, so, you know, so yes, yeah, so that that idea of having that persona was also good for the Isle of Wight because I can be I can be Ben on the Isle of Wight and sort of live that life, and then I can get on the boat and then I can sort of be this stand-up version of me and sort of the gig starts when I'm on the boat essentially, like not oh, okay. not no no not, not as in. Not as in me like cracking jokes, like so. What do we think about Brexit? What do we think about? It's like a mental, like... mental changing yeah. room. Yeah, is, it is. Is the yeah, red funnel ferry or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, exactly. And you know, and it's sort of um, yeah. And it yeah. So that, I think that's what it is. And it's sort of again, it's pulling you back because it's home. And it's like you know, like you're kind of used to everything. And again, I think I will move off eventually, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a hot minute. I think because I yeah. want to. Uh, you know, I, I want to, I want to sort of like, cause I, I, you know, I'm, I enjoy life here. Like I do, I said, I said that in not a very convincing way, but I do like, you know, and I, and I sort of, yeah, I have my circle and again, I sort of like the idea of sort of having the sort of two separate because the problem, the problem is, as you, you know, as people have, will have found out now, and as you know me as well as you do, like I sort of live and breathe things. So if yeah. I sort of lived right next to a comedy club, I'd probably sleep in the in comedy club. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you know, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't switch off, which again, this is like, you know, a lot of my muggle friends, uh, they've sort of, they've sort of, you know, helped me out and said, look, you need to just fucking switch off. 
Like, I mean, so it's like, like oh, okay, so it's like a healthy separation it gives mm. you, yeah, essentially. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. I, I yeah. understand that. And the only yeah. reason I ask it is because yeah. I know, like, like with the, obviously what you were saying back then, it's about all the struggles of, you know, walking around cities at night because you weren't able yeah. to get home and things like <laughs> yeah. that. I yeah. mean, maybe you could just stay on the Isle of Wight, but when you do yeah. earn the money, you could just buy yeah. a place in each city just in case you don't have to. Just like, yeah. just, but like, no, but like, but how, how, how I want to live my life, in, like in like my, my idea of heaven is sort of like, you know, five, six days on the road, one day at home, two days at home, whatever. And then just sort of living from sort of room to room sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And like that, that is my idea of sort of like, that's what I want. Like, you know, like I say, I don't care about TV credits. I, as long as I'm gigging every night, I don't care. Do you know what I mean? And like, you know, that sort of, that's the sort of life I want to lead. And, um, you know, which is hard to explain to your family when they're like, oh, so we want you to settle down. And, I, and I'm like, look, I ain't, no, I, I ain't nah. got time. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to Southampton, then I'm going to Brighton, then I'm going to wherever. You know what I mean? And like, you know, sort of. But I want that lifestyle. So I think, again, having it on the Isle of Wight will sort of allow me to do that. Because once I'm over, once I'm over on the mainland, I'll stay and do the do the rounds and then come back. And then sort of have that sort of time off and then again it will be time off because i'm not just i'm not just sort of going somewhere near the gig i'm having to actively change my environment yeah. Does that and make i guess sense? you'll you'll appreciate it a lot more won't you because yeah. it's almost like it is literally like you're going to work so yeah. you're working yeah. on the mainland yeah. coming exactly. back to the un which, uh, which is yeah. which is probably why i take it a lot like very very seriously and like you know, and and don't don't get me wrong, I don't I don't take it because I I very much enjoy doing it, and I very much enjoy the opportunity and the and everything. So it's not like it's not lost on me. Like I get the opportunity to sort of you know, and again, that's the awesome thing about being able to sort of stay at people's flats or houses or whatever or fucking park benches wherever. Like I mean, like stay stay with people is the fact that I can now enjoy the whole gig because quite often I'd stay and watch everyone sets because again I sort of. Um, when I started doing stand-up, I sound so old, doing all that, like, you know, like all those years, all those years ago, when I started doing stand-up, right, um, it wasn't as cool as it was now. Like, I mean, like pe people weren't trying it out. People didn't have Netflix and stuff like that. So a lot of more people sort of, okay. like, so when I, but when I started, it wasn't, it was quite a weird thing because like, there's no in way to sort of get in really. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you know, you sort of do it, you know, you sort of message around all that kind of stuff. Whereas now they sort of advertise them a lot more. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, come and do comedy. Like, you know what I mean? It's sort of an exciting thing for people. Every, everywhere's but, doing them. I mean, you, yeah. like everywhere wants to do some sort of yeah. comedy night now as an exactly. alternative to yeah. like a band or yeah. something like that. Because again, with bands, I think you do get a lot of the same, but with comedy, yeah. every every act is different, whether, whether yeah. they're good or bad. Yeah. So, yeah. That, so that, and, that's and in that, the good thing. Yeah, and that yeah, and that's that's part of the fun, right? That's part yeah. of the fun of like. And again, my, my favorite, and again, I love the the thing I love most about the stand up is is the art form. I adore the art form. The sort of it goes from my brain out. Um, I love the sort of uh, the instant reaction of it. I love the travel. I love the miles. Again, that's probably what I also like about going from the Isle of I love the fact that I have to travel for it, and the mm. fact that I've been to places I would have no business going to or know where the fuck they were but they go like like you know what I mean they go where are you going I'm like I get picked up in the car we go I'm funny for maybe about five and then we leave like do you know what I mean that, that's just that's the sort of life let's just there. hope they don't leave me there and I have no idea where uh, I am you know what it hasn't happened but it very easily could have 
there's uh, a fear i bet there's a fear within you and you're like so yeah i, I better just be nice to everyone <laughs> yeah like, literally, yeah like you know literally, yeah but that's the best thing and i think again that, that sort of thing of like um when i came up and like you know when i so again you stay till the end that's what i always did anyway unless like i physically couldn't because the last ferry was at like quarter to 11 and the night didn't finish till like 11 half 11 like do you know I mean like you know i unless i physically couldn't and sometimes i'd even go right i'll get the car ferry i'll just because you have to stay for everyone's set you have to sort of show that respect yeah, of course and, you know, you again, yeah. yeah and, and again like you know what i mean like, i sort of um i just did i sort of knew things subconsciously that i didn't realize were kind of important so like when i've whenever i meet someone new at a gig sounds obvious but people don't sometimes um, when I meet someone at a gig, someone new, I shake their hand, say hello, like make an effort to say hello to them. And that's what a lot of people sometimes don't do. And I sort of go, well, that, that's just how I was. And I think that's what sort of people were sort of admiring about me to start with was because I wasn't very good, but I come a long way to try and be good. And then I was respectful enough during the shows to at yeah. least go, oh, if he eventually gets it, he'll be fine. And I'm not saying I've, I've got it. I'm nowhere near. No, but it's a great attribute because I know I see a lot of people, I, I, me included at times, you know, you're quite insular because you're just thinking about what you're going to say. I think the difference with you is you're quite happy just to get up there and talk. Whereas yeah. there's like me, I'm, I can talk, but mm. in front of people, I can, yeah, again, I can talk in front of people, but my, yeah. the thing that's really bugs me really gets in my head is that oh, I've got to make these people laugh I have to I have to I have to I yeah. have to like that and then that just takes over and then some yeah. people just become quite insular and like oh no what we're gonna do it, 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 and then and then and then again I when I sort of see those people again I that's why I massively thank the people I came up with and the people that sort of been doing it longer than me because bless them they sort of kind of they sort of wrapped me up and said look you know you're going to be all right and I think that's what I try and do with everyone when I see someone new, because, you know, again, like I could, you could write, you could line up 200 people and there's one comic. I could pick them out. I could go, <laughs> there they are. Like, you know, and I know who they are just because of how their demeanor and how they are and stuff like that. Um, you know what I mean? And, you know, the, <laughs> you know, I, I literally, and, you know, people are like, it's like, it feels like a superpower. And I'll go up to them and go, you're right, mate, you're gigging today, aren't you? And they'll be like, like, cause they've come on their own or whatever. And they'll be like, how do you know? I'm like, just, the, the vibe you're, you're dressed as a clown <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i nearly tripped over your shoes actually so if you wouldn't mind uh, no, 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 i remember i did a gig once and it was like it was the funniest backhanded compliment i've ever received so again i sort of turned up to a gig i had my rucksack on i sort of had my headphones in and just turned up and then this guy again who was emceeing the night because i was sort of like look who it is oh like you know and then sort of like and see if i know anyone or whatever and uh, the guy came up to me and went, oh, you're a comedian, aren't you? I said, I am. He said, I just think it was the sort of vibe of the general loneliness that we all feel as comics. I think I sort of felt it from you. <laughs> I was like, thanks, man. Thank you, I think. Despair? Despair. All right, okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah, all right, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I sort of, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, I love the art form. I just, the, uh, And I love the science of coming up with a joke as well. And I love the sort of how to figure stuff out. How do you think, like, what do you think about people that have done well, say, in lockdown? So, for example, you know, some people have still carried on doing stuff online. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've kept up with, like, um, I know you've seen before Isaac HP. Have you seen him before? Yes. yes. So, yeah, yeah. So he's, like so yeah, so he's doing 
like very well um mm. he had a youtube video you know just from i think off the back of tiktok and he's yeah. he was he was trending on youtube uh, yeah. a couple of days yeah, ago so, so yeah, he's so he's like he's but again what are your thoughts on people that have kind of transformed that art form yeah digitally if you if that makes um, sense well the thing is um that's not for me like i like if you like the thing is you can get to the dance however you want but it's what you do while you're there that's mm. that's all i care about like do you know what i mean like you know if you're there to stick around i'll like you but if you're there because you want to get out of the house because you know your missus is doing your nutting and got time like do you know what i mean like that's how i sort of like you know i'll be you know what i mean like and you know you you can <laughs> i sort of feel like you know the guy out of shawshank redemption when he goes like two weeks three weeks four weeks two years <laughs> like, that's how i feel like when i sort of meet new people i sort of go right that's how long they're gonna last for and you know and sometimes i'm right and then sometimes they stick around and i guarantee you people thought of me like i got on stage they were like two minutes like two minutes and he's out and then i'm still sort of hanging on for dear life <laughs> four years in and they're like oh jesus like you know I mean? we're good you know but like yeah so like you know it's not for me uh how i want to sort of get out there because i you know i've had offers for online stuff i've had offers for tv shows to go on like talent show i've i had an offer from britain's got talent a few years ago okay and, and i turned it down uh, because that's not how i want to go about it yeah and I, you know and, pe and people who want to i have the ultimate respect for if that's what you want to do you do that but i am sort of i sort of romanticize stand up a lot so therefore in my head how i have to do it is i have to put in all the hard work and all the work. i have to make it difficult for myself right i have to sort of i have to sort of climb the mountain with no kit but if you want to get up there with the helicopter, then that, that, that's your choice. Like, you know, I mean? like, you know, that's, and I have the ultimate respect for you because it's a fucking hard thing to do and you do that. And if that's what you want to do, that's your career. But for me, I sort of artistically embrace the struggle of it because, you know, again, I've like, I romanticize all the sort of, you know, the sort of real, the real artists of the folk, the folk movement in the sixties where they were just gigging for a cup of coffee like you know i sort of romanticize for burger that. and chips exactly exactly <laughs> and i sort of romanticize what it is and i and i realize that's a problem because a lot of opportunities that probably would be good for me i've probably stunted away from because yeah. of that and it sort of is but then the thing that the only thing that i sort of need to be concerned with and i need to remind myself of that is sort of okay so this could be a really good opportunity but how do you feel about it like how do mm. you feel about it and then if i feel good about it i'll do it and you know and again but like again so i have no problem with people that do it digitally i could never do a zoom gig this i can do we can chat podcast can talk, yeah, yeah live podcast i could never do a zoom gig right i that there was there's a question uh, i was watching a comedy podcast and they said would you rather gig to a load of racists for the rest of your life or just do zoom gigs for the rest of your life and i'd choose the people just because, and I not that I agree with what they at all. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but it's just because I've got some great of, material. No, so. <laughs> I'm sort of that market. No, not at all. Yeah. God no. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you know, but like it's sort of um that sort of um this this, this I sort of I said a thought yeah. that you you're hiding a swastika underneath this I, bandana uh, <laughs> tattoo. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's all sort of yeah. That's 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 the real reason. I said yeah. yeah, got some got some got some dodgy stuff. <laughs> Lock, lockdown hit me hard, man. <laughs> 
I don't even know who I am anymore. Like, you know, Part of a Nazi something. cult on the Isle of Wight. Brilliant. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, let's be honest. If that headline did come out about the Isle of Wight, no, no one would bat. They'd go, oh, okay. Like, I mean, it's sort of a, it's, 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 it's a, yeah, it's, it's a weird place, but it is, again, it's home. So I don't know. It's, Na- it's, Na- it's, Nazi cult as deck chair front in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> deck chair business front. Yeah, yeah honestly, it, wouldn't, it would not surprise me. I mean, that is how, that's how, I imagine that, as much as that's how they spread messages. <laughs> just open up the deck chair. It's just propaganda. Just hatred. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, the, with the digital, I mean, I tried it. I did. I did TikTok for a month. I I, I set myself yes, a target, I saw, and I enjoyed your TikToks. <laughs> I did. I swear, I enjoyed them. But I did it for a month just for just to see what it was all about. Because my like my kids do it, so I'm like, yeah. I'm not standing there doing all this flappy sort of arm business. But I did it, and I thought you could do some stuff. And the only and the, this is the this is the bit that I've got and I actually spoke to, I messaged um, uh, Nathan Eagle uh, recently because yeah. I saw his videos his eagle dropping videos yeah ha- uh, by the way hilarious go and check them out they're brilliant like he, absolutely brilliant. A, he, obviously I, I watched Nathan's stuff and so I'm like fuck am I doing man like yeah. you know he's just he's, but, he's, always, but, he's a but they're so good and I said to him yeah. and he said I you know cut cut them up put them on TikTok and, and you'll fly because what they what they like on there as much as everyone's copying each other and using each other's sounds on TikTok if you're and this is where I think Isaac's done quite well if you're using original content original sounds and just doing your own thing that stuff works because yeah. out of all the ones that I did I did one original video which was there was this challenge going on and they basically where you had to like girl, girls were walking in on their boyfriends naked while they were playing uh, computer yeah, games yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I did it. So it was me, and I actually got my daughter to walk in and film it. But it was like, um, nice, love they that. come in, and I was like, no, not again, granddad, <laughs> like that. And it was yeah, just that. like, and that, yeah, that I I got like over a th- hundred thousand, hundred and fifty thousand hits on that in a, in a few days. That's and awesome. It was, and it was just like. But I still only I still cut it off because I thought I'm only doing this for thirty days. I'm, well, not, get, yeah, I'm not getting hooked I, into this. No, it's yeah, no, and and I yeah, and again, it's sort of it's it's not it's not what you do necessarily. What, what you know, I don't have a problem with what people do. It's the reason for why. That's that's what I am. That's what I question. Yeah. Like so, like you know, and you know, and again, my favorite TikTok that you did was, and that's the that's like the most hip sentence I've ever said. <laughs> favorite TikTok that you did uh, was the one where you said uh, two things: I'm definitely too old to be on this platform. Second thing, and you did the sock thing. That like made me howl. That made oh me laugh. right, yeah. yeah when you're rolling around laugh. putting your socks yeah, on, yeah. exactly. That made me like you know what I mean. But it's just it's little as a lot. But like you know, I sort of, um, I sort of see. I, I'm a fan. I, you know what I mean? <laughs> I keep up, I keep up, like, you know, like, um, and I say, like, so I, but again, I sort of get bogged down on ugh, the bullshit of artistic integrity, yeah. which, which again, like, I could, like, you know, I was having this discussion, like, my housemate's like, what are you doing? Like, why can't you just, like, you know, accept, like, awesome things? I'm like, no, because, because, like, you know, like, in my head, like, it's probably bullshit, like, and nothing would happen, but, like, you know, I sort of, I get bogged down by it a lot. So you're traditional, aren't you? You're you're traditional yeah. with it. And the thing is, yeah. I mean, that's why kind of why I asked the question because yeah, the, the kind of world we live in is, I mean, especially now, is heavily digital. Yeah. So it's it's almost keeping that at the back of your mind, even though you know you really want to sort of be this club comic, you yeah. know, who, who excels. But again, you're gonna have to. I I 
think if you're going to have to push yourself yeah. at some yeah. point, you're going to have yeah. to do something. Well, yeah. not, not not like a Zoom gig or anything. Like, yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm not yeah, telling yeah. you to sign up to TikTok and start dancing around. <laughs> yeah. after, this po- after this podcast, I'm just like, so guys, uh, <laughs> I'm on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dropping, <laughs> dropping your junk. Yeah. On, on screen. Yeah. Wearing no, like, a thong. Yeah. Yeah, I know, and I am. I again, because because I sort of, um, I, I enjoy the fact that I I wanted to work. I, I want to work for stuff, and again, I think it's sort of the, you know because I could have just again I could have just gone down. It, my whole sort of thing was like I could have gone down the plumber route when I was younger. I said no, no, no I want to do something that's me and what I feel like is right. right. I think okay. I had I had the same sort of attitude, which is why like I've never done stuff on stage directly about like my leg or like you know my cerebral palsy or whatever. Right. I didn't even mention I don't even mention I've got cerebral palsy, so podcast exclusive. You know what right. I mean? Like, so, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. Like you know, like, I don't I don't mention that. Um, because and it's you know and there are some fantastic comedians who do incredible jokes about it like like you know there's some fantastic comedians do like tim renko if you give him a search up at the edinburgh fringe festival was the funniest comic at the festival i was howling laughing but it's just not what i want to do because the thing i don't want to do is sort of fulfill people's expectations if that makes sense like they're sort of preconceived sort of like what the hell is this like I like I don't want people to go. Oh, I know what's going to happen. I know what's going on. If you do that, like a yeah. joke about that, yeah, and you get success off of that, you're stuck yeah. with it. Yeah, and I think yeah, and it, again, like and I, yeah, and exactly. Like I, I'd rather it sounds so stupid, but I'd rather I'd rather it take longer. I'd rather this journey take longer, and me get there how I want to get there, and maybe not as high as maybe I could have or should have or whatever. Um, I'd rather do it that way, which again, I will live and die by the sword and I'll probably have a million regrets when I get to that age. I'm like, why didn't I take that off? Like, whatever, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? But like, but I think that's what I sort of live and die by is sort of the idea that um, you have to, you know, you, you know, you have to work. And I sort of, I feel like I need to earn um, the, like, not just praise, but the right sort of praise that I would like. So I could easily go up on stage and so I could, have done, for example, I could have done Britain's Got Talent. I could have done Britain's Got Talent and done a million, uh, you know, a million disabled jokes and done like, oh, I'm from a little island and oh, oh, oh. like I could have done all of that. And I probably could have got quite high quite quickly. And I probably could have, you know, been on a different tra- trajectory than I am now. But to me, I, I am much happier where I am now than where I imagine I would be if I did do that. Yeah. However, okay. that's that's not me disputing other people. That's not me like sort of saying, oh, you know, if you, you don't have any integrity, if you do, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all because integrity is different to other people and we all have different levels of it. Like, so I take mine to the extreme, like my personality, everything is to the extreme. If I like something, as we previously discussed, it could tie it all back in. You know what I mean? So like, you know, like, you know, as we, you know, whereas some people go, look, I just want to get on TV. I want to be a, co- I want to be a TV comic. I want to have my own show. And that's amazing. I like, that is awesome because you see the passion in people's eyes and you see how hungry they are for it. I'm like, this is great. But for me, I want to sort of go the long way around and then sort of not to sort of say that I've done it, but then to at least know to myself, you worked hard and you need to keep working hard no matter how, you know, no matter how far you think you've got. Again, yeah. to be ground to be grounded. No, and I, I, I and, very I respect that quite a lot that, you know, yeah. that, you, that you just want to you almost look at the people that you admire and think that's how they did it. 
and yeah, I, you know, I'd, exactly. I'd, I'd, I'd like yeah. if I'm going to learn anything doing this, because yeah. again, if you did do that, say Britain's Got Talent uh, sort of avenue, you'd yeah. you'd skip a hell of a lot of lessons. Yes, and yeah. and then and then you'd get to a stage that where sorry sorry to cut you off, uh, that you get to a stage where you think you're ready and you're not. And then I, I when I, at least when I get to a stage where I think oh I could be ready, I want to be ready. So when people when, when when people offer me gigs now that are quite nice gigs and then in nice big venues and they're with you know lots of famous faces off the telly and you know stuff like that, um, I can now go I'm ready. But saying that, I, I luckily when I started stand up, about six months in, I got pro opportunities from the Isle of Wight. So there was an Isle of Wight promoter who sort of had heard about me and okay. said do you want to come on my night sort of thing? You know, as it like, as an open spot, you're not getting paid anything. You're just there. And to me, again, because I travel all the time, I go, fucking 10 minutes down the road, I'm taking that, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> but then, but then again, and I sort of learn early on, again, this probably plays into the mindset, was I always believe that, again, no matter how you get to the dance, no matter what, you know, no matter what you do to get there, um, your, your work will speak for itself. That's what I learned doing pro nights that early on because um i did this gig and it was with so many amazing people i'm not gonna like name drop and be like Whoop. i mean like i'm not gonna not gonna do, Go on, do it, it was, Who, name one yeah. well no it was with like so there's a really there's a really really cool comic who's done like tours of australia been on australian tv called uh, arnold Gutbucket, who's an incredible comic and lovely lovely guy and um but i remember when i got there um none of the comics really spoke to me like, I mean, they sort mm. of go, oh, it's like, you know, again, the fresh fish sort of thing. Like, you know, like, you know, sort of, let it be like, oh, it's a new guy. Right. And I'd be like, OK, this is fine. Like, you know, like just sort of go up there, do your thing. And I got up there, did my thing. And I don't want to blow my own horn, but it went really, really well. Like cool. it went it went amazingly well, like applause breaks, big chit, everything. Like it went really, really well. And I was 18, as I say. And then I got off stage and everyone, all the comics were all over me. Like, dude, that was awesome. Like, you know, and then from that instant, I kind of learned, right, your work will speak for itself. Yeah. So then at least, at least if I go the long way around, I can at least say to myself, my work spoke for my, my work spoke for itself. That's my view. But that's just because I sort of, as you say, sort of come from this sort of old school time. That's a like, great lesson. And I guess that's, yeah. that is most probably... Yeah. held held a lot of weight in yeah. that your decision as well just that sort of yes. experience yeah yeah just sort of like you know and then yeah and again like so so when when i meet like a comic who's like way more experienced because sometimes sometimes in the business and this isn't a knock on people sometimes in the business people are like that like they don't say hello to you they don't yeah. um you know that they that they don't uh you know interact with you which is fine it's up to them like you know what i mean like you know and it's not it's not a trouble if you do do that um but and then again you know you then you do your gig and then depending on how it went is depending on whether they taught you or not. And um, again, yeah, as you say, I saw, I probably put a lot of weight on that and it sort of stuck with me. And again, and just through my whole, again, there's, I think stand up hugely has hugely formed who I am as an adult now. Well, mm. sort of semi-functioning adult. <laughs> Look at fun. you. Like, so right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, adult. Yeah, I've got to pay. Like, fuck off, Ben. I do whatever. But like, you know, like, you know, like, you know so like, but I think it's very formed on that, on the sort of like, you had to work hard to get here. Like you can work, you know, it's not, it's not the work you, and again, it's that thing of like, once you get to the dance, it's what you got to do. It's, mm. how, it's, it's, how, yeah. it's how you dance, baby. You know what I mean? Something I asked um, Dennis, who I don't last, was, yeah compared like i asked him compared to when he was coming up 
what's what were the biggest challenges yeah. that you know you it was it more challenging today or back then but what do you think today are the biggest challenges for anyone who wants um, to do I, this I, I i listened i listened i listened to that episode and i enjoyed it i enjoyed it very much um i think i i think a lot this is just maybe my perspective um because i wouldn't say that my jokes are dark but i sort of tread that line just because it's my sense of humor mm. not because of how it is but like you know um you know, again, the sort of sociopath in me, sort of like, I don't know how to sort of process things. So I have to make a joke out of it. And then I learn through making the joke and then so on and so forth. Um, so, um, you know, I don't think people take offense as much as people say they do, because I think it's all about, it's all about how and what, it's all about how and what you say. So it's yeah. sort of like- um, Delivery, essentially. Exactly. How, how you deliver um, yeah, a topic, exactly. yeah. Exactly, and it's, and you know, and I think the biggest, the biggest challenge um, is I think just in I think it's the same for any sort of career or any sort of job is just making sure that it's, it's yourself that's the thing people say like oh they battle with audiences I don't think the battle is with the audience I think the battle is with yourself hugely mm, 100% like like you know like you know like you know so because learning learning what I learned from the cabaret gigs and the variety nights was the crowd the crowd will meet you you might have to go 80 percent. you might have to go 50 percent. you might have to go 10 percent. but you have to sort of put the work in for them and don't get me wrong sometimes the gigs don't go great and sometimes i say i've the worst gigs you can think of i've had like no laugh for an entire set all of that like dead silence i've had all of those right and you know and multiple times too but like you know you sort of you know uh, so i don't think it's i don't think it is I don't think it is with audiences. Um, obviously, you know, you get some people that complain. Like I, I got, I get people sometimes come up to me and go, "Well, I didn't like that." I'm like, "That's, that's, you know, that's, that's up to you." Great. And, Thanks you know, for letting me know. Yeah, exactly, you know what I mean? Like you know, and you know, and, that, and that's fine. That's up to them. But like, I, I think the biggest battle is uh, stage time, and is uh, being, being, just being the best version of, of yourself, and and learn it. And and I think what I've done now and what I've appreciated is is Every gig is a learning experience. So no matter how it went, I've learned. I feel like I like I physically feel like I'm learning while I'm on stage. Okay. You know what I mean? Which You're is growing while on stage, sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So sort of, and again, when you sort of realise that, you go, "Huh," and then you sort of become more grateful for it. Mm. And you know, and I and I sort of have that attitude of so. So I work. You know, I I have a normal job as well you know hopefully one day i can sort of leave that behind but like, i work i work in retail for like minimum hour jobs right and i and i say and i say this to people like it makes you a better comic and it makes you a better worker at that job as well when you have minimum hours because this is the this is the analogy i have for it okay. because you have to, you have to scratch and you have to claw you have to get sharp elbows you have to right in order to in order to succeed in stand up not not be horrible and not be mean but you have to sort of push your way through because because you know we've all gone on after people that have absolutely destroyed the room and you're like what the fuck am i going to do now you need like that's when you get those elbows that's when you sort of that's when you sort of like you know you you get gravel you get grit you sort of push your way through and then me working in retail has done the same because i've got to pay bills i've got rent i've got rent to pay for so therefore again i remember messaging you over christmas i was working like 
45 50 hours over christmas yeah yeah, yeah. like like and you know on my feet as well so you know like you know what i mean i don't like the cerebral palsy doesn't come into my act or into my life at all because i'm on my feet all day folding t-shirts i'm just doing it because but again it's sort of you know it's sort of you know like you know oh ben you know do you want to do you want to work these extra hours it's like yeah and like ben do you want this gig yeah you know what i mean because it's sort of it sort of teaches you to sort of have that grit and to have the ability um, in life to sort of roll with the punches, I think. Yeah. And I think, and I think um, I've become a lot, I've become a lot more well-rounded person. I don't know if I've probably functioned better in the world as a whole, but I think um, as, a, as sort of my morals and my goals and my sort of outlook is massively helpful for the fact that I've kind of, um, you know, sacrificed a lot in order to do stand up like i you know like i've sacrificed like but it's it's not a bad thing you know what i mean like i've missed out on lots of things that normal people muggles would do at my age or whatever or you know what i mean whereas i sort of was like no no i'm doing this i'm focused i'm good so i think yeah the big the biggest challenge the biggest challenge in stand up is you yeah and that's how i've always felt because you've got to have the confidence in yourself cuz cuz you know despite despite me being quite self-deprecating and quite, um, you know, down on myself sometimes or quite, uh, you know, pessimistic about stuff, I do still have that inner confidence, that inner fire that this can go all right. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, like that's... Okay. And, and then when you have that belief, you sort of work from there. So I remember, like, I did... Um, so again, like, third gig back after lockdown was that amazing 1865 gig. Yeah. It's like 110 people all socially distanced, full to the rafters, right? Third gig back, third gig back. And I remember I was nervous, obviously, you know, because I still get butterflies, but not not as much now. I sort of go on stage and use them now. You know I mean? I sort of go on stage and use them and go, hey, 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 and sort of like channel channel the energy that I have with that, which is a skill that you learn when you when you do so many. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't, you don't learn that doing 10 gigs. No. You learn it doing... 500 and then you learn on the 500 fly like, oh maybe use the butterflies in that way because it turned out all right do you know what yeah. i mean and you know and and i remember i stood at the side of the stage and there was it was an incredible incredible lineup you know of, of so many awesome people and i was opening the second section doing like 25 minutes and i remember wow. like I, yeah yeah i remember i did um and i was i stood at the side of the stage i was in the green room and like you know sort of you know the, the you know that sort of like you know it's coming it's coming it's coming sort of thing and I was like, you know, and then eventually I just stood on the side of the stage and I went, if you've done this before, like, it's not like, it's, you know what I mean? Like you've, you've that it's that sort of belief in yourself. It's like, come on, Ben, just like, look out there right now from what you can see. Cause obviously it wasn't very dark. Room. Yeah. Then, you know, like, Blinding you know, lights. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, from what you can just enjoy it, enjoy it. And um, I enjoyed it. It was a great, I had a great set. It felt great. Like all the jokes when I wanted them to work, worked like the callbacks, and the, the where, where I wanted the big laughs, I got the bigger. And it was just, yeah. And again, I, but then it's, you have to have that inner self-belief of like, it's going to be all right. Like, yeah. you know, you, you, you know, because you know, if not, you know, which is weird to say, because I don't, I don't show that a lot to people, that sort of inner self, because I think, again, you have to be humble, probably coming up in that pro, pro environment early, sort of, you have to sort of sit and wait to be spoken to that's sort of how i am unless i'm with like my really close friends in the stand-up circuit like yourself and lots of other people if i'm yeah. with you guys i'll talk to you guys and like but if it's like a new line i'm just sort of like oh hello yeah and then i sort of spring into action 
because I sort of have that sensibility of you know being brought up in it. Yeah. So yeah, like you know, cool. I just yeah. Right. Yeah. What I'll do, I'll end on this then. I'll end on this yeah. question. Who are you looking forward to seeing, like out of everyone? Not even. Oh, don't do that. Who? Oh, who oh, no, I'm going to do that. I want to know who. Okay. Who, All right. who? Who have you missed out of? The... Oh, I've missed. I've missed everyone. I've missed honestly. Like the people. Because <laughs> like, uh, I say we we have like we uh, the, thanks to the lampoon nights we have we have the sort of core group of people that sort of turn up every week and sort of uh you know and craig again you know craig and when yourself is doing it as well like you know god bless both of you it's like look dude if you if you're if you if you come over we'll we'll fit you in somehow like you know what i mean and like so you know that core group of like grant baku jim you know vicky craig all those guys missing glenn glenn barley love them. Yeah. like you know and, and again and like you know but then you know nathan sanjay dan stevens you all these people i love them and like you know people i haven't mentioned you know who you are duncan i'm all these people like it's sort of because i love jokes and i love the people who tell jokes so i get excited when because i remember i remember people come up to me i think i think i think you did once you were like oh, i don't know i have to try this new bit out i was like do it because it's exciting it's like oh like you know what i mean it's sort of like you know, or do I do this new joke? It's like, yeah, because that, that's the fun of it. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, it's like, look, come on, man. We're not, we're not getting paid. We're not, you know what I mean? We're just here for the fun of it. We're just here because, you know, and then, and then the perfect thing about that is, is when you have a new joke, you can sort of branch off. And, and again, that's sort of inner confidence. I wrote a new joke. Um, it was like a one-liner that sort of had my view. It was my view on relationships. Okay. And it was like a one-liner. And I and I th- and I thought as I was going to the eighty seventy five, I was like, I could probably put that in. I, th- I think it'll work. And then I was like, again, but it's that confidence of like, yeah, this will work. And it did, and it worked. And I was like, oh, but I'm not taking that chance again. But like, it was a brand new joke, and it went down really well. I was like, there, oh, yeah. there we go. Like you know, and it, so 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 again, you know, I'm sort of just I'm looking forward to seeing everyone, and sort of um, you know getting to getting to share you know just the. You, you miss you miss everything about it i don't just miss the gigs i miss traveling to the gigs i miss uh you know the banter that you have with people the it's of- the conversations isn't yeah. it that yeah. you have before oh. and after they're the yeah. i mean that's yeah. that's what i enjoy yeah. the most yeah absolutely yeah and it's like you know when you sort of i remember when i did the edinburgh festival it was uh myself nathan eagle uh sanjay arif um jake young and andrew white we're walking around edinburgh like four in the morning trying to find a kebab shop and like, you know, and it's just, and those moments that you have with people or like, you know, when I went up to Devon with Baku and Grant, like those moments that you have with people, they're like, that. that's that's something you look forward to. Like, you know, I remember, oh God, I remember I did that gig and it was like for a competition. Okay. And it didn't, it didn't go my way because, and, you know, which is fine. And I tried, but it was a short spot. So I didn't, because sometimes if I'm doing like 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever, I can sort of go down one path. And if they don't like it, I can sort of change direction. Okay. When you're doing, when you're doing like a competition set, not really much time. You just got to sort of hit the, hit the ground running and try and do what you can. And I remember, oh God, I got, and, and Baku and Baku won, Grant came second and I, sucked right so like again just the the feeling of like oh god and but again that sort of thing where you have such close friends who mean so much to you and sort of because they literally were like i I literally was like i suck so bad and we they would we were uh, me included were ripping the shit out of me (laughs) i remember i remember um 
oh god i remember baku we were driving past the, we were driving past the petrol station he just went yo ben do you want to refill your career here or are you good <laughs> like that and literally we're like crying and then grant just goes no nah, the petrol ain't strong enough for that and i was just like you know like, what can i say like you know what can i say after that and it's sort of i and i i sort of love yeah, I love everything. I love the com- the the com- the com- I can't say that word. Com- camaraderie. Camaraderie. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I, yeah, well I done, mate. It. Yeah, thank you. Thank <laughs> word you. of the podcast today is camaraderie. camaraderie. I couldn't say it the second time. <laughs> but no, yeah, no, I so, yeah, I, I miss I miss everything, and I'm, and again, that sort of fire to sort of write every day and to sort of get back is that sort of rush of being able to get on stage and do it. That's the that's that's what that's what's keeping me going through this whole thing it's sort of like we'll get there we'll get there we'll get there which is probably healthy because obviously i'm not going like well no we're gonna get out i'm like i don't care yeah. we're gonna get out we, i mean that's the, like, and that's the thing it's the unknown of yeah it's it will happen yeah something will happen where we'll yeah. be able to do something yeah but when it's gonna happen we don't know so we, we just know. got we just got to we got to yeah. sit here we got to wear our bandanas yeah. And just and just roll with the punches. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I want to yeah, see how long your hair actually is. How long is it? Oh no, no, no. Because because what if it's like, what if it's not long enough? And then everyone's like, "Why are you wearing a bandana?" <laughs> skinhead. I, right, I, yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. I told you I can't go skinhead. I can't do it. <laughs> just bring the T Rex arm up as well. I said, "No, thank you. No. I, I will show you off recording." <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'll end it there then, Ben. Thank you very much, my friend. Pleasure. And, and, uh, and I can't wait to catch up with you again properly. No, I'm, I'm excited. I hope people have enjoyed and listened to the whole thing. I know I've rambled, but like hopefully, hopefully, hopefully everyone enjoyed it. And thank again, God bless you, man. You, you're doing the you're doing the Lord's work right now, keeping me <laughs> sane. So, but, but, thank you, but, <laughs> thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> thank you, thank you for the opportunity, man. Seriously, no, really camaraderie. It. Love you lots. <laughs> Cheers, man. Thank you very much, folks, for taking your time to listen to the Big House podcast today. If you're interested in finding out more, then we're on Instagram and Twitter at Big House GDJ. And if you want to watch this podcast rather than listen to it on the usual platforms, which are Apple, Spotify, Google, amongst others, uh, you can look us up on YouTube and just look up the Big House podcast. And I'm sure you'll find all our episodes available in video form right there. <laughs>